I just kept doing what I was doing because the tigers didn't know that I knew I couldn't see them. <laughs> Have you ever been in that place before where, where suddenly life just goes dark? Somebody just turns the lights off in your life? Um, have you ever been in that place whereby you were in the middle of doing what you were doing and then suddenly now you can no longer do it? I want to tell you that no matter how old you are, that you will continue to be tested. You will continue to experience times when the lights go off. The difference in children and adults is that those, uh, is that the names of that which scares us change. As a child, we, we're, we're afraid to go in the closet or we're, there's something under the bed or we're afraid to go downstairs or we're afraid of, you know, the things that children are afraid of. But, but as adults, uh, the names just change. The what changes. We become afraid of, afraid to pay, face bills and house notes. And sometimes rent strikes fear on the inside of us. A career change, downsizing, tuition, whatever it might be, that, that there's still the element of fear, it just has a different name. Since we will have issues for the rest of our lives, we, we need to know how to stand strong in the midst of dark places. We need to know how to stand strong whenever the lights go out. Matthew chapter 14, verse number 22, starts uh, the portion of the scripture that I want to zero in on. It is a familiar story that is found in scripture. Not going to read the whole thing just enough to set the scene. Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. He gives them an assignment. He says y'all go on and I got a little bit more business to take care of him. Here. When he had sent the multitudes away he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when the evening came, he was there. He was also alone there. Verse 24, herein comes the context, the picture, the dark room. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea. Tossed by waves, for the wind was contrary. Here they are in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, they're, they're there. Jesus has told them, y'all go on the other side. Let me handle the crowd. I got crowd control. And as they begin to row out, John chapter 6 tells us that it's dark at night, that they get about three three to four miles away, and they're too far to turn around. But they, they don't know how much further they have to go. They're, they're, they're stuck. They leave, and the weather is good. But along the way, uh, something starts to rise up and change their, their, their situation. And so there they are, these Disciples out in the middle of the sea at night and it's raining. I bet you they could have handled it if they had been in the middle of the sea at night, period. I bet you they could have handled it if they had been in the middle of the sea and it was raining. But they were in the middle of the sea at night and it was raining. I really kind of feel like I owe you an apology uh, that this, this might just be one of those little elementary sermons 
um, that you already know how the story is going to end. You already know, you already know what's here. But if you would just suffer me uh, just for a little while, just for a little while on a day, I think that God wants to speak a relevant and a right now word. Um, you, 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 you know the story, and I, and I don't want to talk about the elements that you think I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the miracle of Jesus walking on the water because that's what this text is. This, is. this is the story when in the middle of the night, while the storm is bad, Jesus starts walking to them. Peter says, uh, Lord, if that's you, let me come. And Jesus says, come on. I don't want to talk about that, that, that miracle. I don't want to talk about their reaction, how they're losing their minds. They're going crazy. They're trying to bail the water out of the boat. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the effects of the wind on their boat, how they, they were having an adrenaline rush about, I wonder what their emotions were going to be about, uh, their energy level. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about uh, when, when Jesus shows up and they think it's a ghost and, and then, then, then they say, who is that? And they recognize his voice. I don't, I don't want to talk about any of those kinds of things. I want to talk about the purpose of the darkness. I, I want to talk about the direct effect that dark places can have on your faith. Because I'm here to tell you that the lights will go out. <laughs> I believe I'm talking to a few folk in here. The lights are off now. You, 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 you feel like Ray Charles. You, you, you can't even see me. If you didn't recognize my voice, you wouldn't even know who, who was talking to you because you're in a dark you, 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 you're in a dark place. But let me tell you, when the lights go off and the water comes on, that is the prime place to anchor down and choose to live by faith. Because faith is not the substance of things it's not what you see. It's not what you see. But I'm moved by faith. I ain't got to be able to see. I'm telling you right now that, that if it's dark in your life, you don't have to be able to see your way out. You don't have to be able to see who's coming to hell. You don't have to know who, who to dial because you don't see. You, you don't see in the middle of darkness. And sometimes God will turn the lights off so you'll turn your faith up. This is going to be the resonating statement for the entire sermon. Fear neutralizes faith or faith neutralizes fear. Fear neutralizes faith or faith neutralizes fear. Can I tell you, if you can get your fear in check, You'll make it through dark places. Here, here's, 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 here's why I can boldly, why I can boldly make that statement that fear neutralizes faith or faith neutralizes fear. Uh, you got a choice on which one you're going to take on today. And, and here's why I got three reasons um, why God puts us in dark places. There are three reasons that I want to drop on you today as to why God puts us in dark places. Here's the first one. He puts us in dark places because he knows where we are. Now, 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 the point is there on the screen. It says that he knows where they are. When we begin to look at the text, he knows exactly where they, where they are. Come on now, just for one second. Didn't he walk to them? He, he, he wasn't standing, standing on the, hey, y'all, you out there? Peter, holler at your boy. Holler at me. But he walks to them. Verse number 22. Um, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes Kick, they don't kick against the prick. Verse 23, and when he had 
sent him away. All right, so at the end, he, he sent the multitudes away, verse 23. And when he, when he had sent them away, they, the disciples don't have an issue. In verse 22, did nobody ask no questions? Nobody asked Jesus to clarify which direction they were supposed to go. They heard the instruction of Jesus. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat, go to the other side, while he took care of some business. He, 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 he doesn't have anybody say, no, I think I want to stay here because I'm scared because I know what's coming. Didn't no prophet come to tell him, in between here and there, you're going to have some trouble. I wonder if, if it was because they had done this before. Yeah. Okay, y'all just told me where you are. Um, they, they were fishermen. F fishermen, that's, they, they made their livelihood on the water. They, 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 they would drop their nets. They would cast their nets, pull their nets up. They, they were they were fishermen. And so when the instruction comes to Jesus, do what you have done before, they felt all right that they knew what to do because they had done it before. And so they don't have to ask any questions. They don't have to pray about nothing. Lord, please help us get to the other side. Lord, how are we going? Because they had grown up in this, kind of, in this kind of society, in this kind of economy, and they understood it's a boat, it's an oar, we gonna rock on. We know what to do. Didn't nobody say nothing. Nothing. I wonder if there are if there isn't a verse 22.5 because because they, 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 they had done this before and, and there was no reason to get ready for what was going to come. I, I just wonder. I, I, I wonder how intense the storm was to actually scare them. They're fishermen. They've probably been in a storm before. They, they, they probably had survived a storm. They had probably sailed on this sea before. They had probably been in the middle of a bad storm. It made me just want to wonder. I wonder how bad it really was. When, when, when my son, when my son was, uh, when my son was uh, uh, much smaller, I'd, um, there's this thing I, I post on Facebook, Quad had to be, he's 14 now, so he probably had to be six, seven, six, seven years old. And I set the phone up, I set the phone up, and we would, you know, he likes to wrestle. And so we would get him, get him now. I ain't wrestled that boy recently, probably me too. Um, but, but I'd rest my, throw my weight on him, and I, I lay on him, I lay on him, and I tickle him. I, I hold his head where he couldn't move his head. I start tickling. Say I'm a punk. <laughs> Come on, tell, tell Facebook I'm a punk. No! No! You're a punk, Dad! I tickle him harder. <laughs> say, say I'm a punk. Say Facebook, I'm a punk. No! You're a punk, Dad! So I tickle him harder. Say, say I'm a punk. He said, yeah, I'm a punk, Facebook, I'm a punk. <laughs> I wonder how intense the storm had to get for the disciples. Who am I talking to in here? Oh, you got to raise your hand. You don't, you don't have to raise your hand, but, but, but maybe you're in the middle of something you thought you could handle. <laughs> Because you've been there before. You, you had a bill due before. You, 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 had, you had some stuff overdue before. You've been short before. Yeah, I'll make it through this. Just let this come on. I'm going to rob Peter this sometime. And I'm going to hang him up with Paul over here. Then I'm going to go shift some stuff from John. And then we're going to hit Matthew over here. You've worked your way through stuff before. But this time is different. How bad does it have to get? For you to realize that God is working on your faith. That, that, that at the darkest times, God works on your faith. 
soul it should be, he knows why I am. He knows where I am. He knows where I am. When, when, you, when, when, you go to the, when you go to the airport, your plane takes off C-28. You, you, you know you, know you got you to go downstairs, get on the train, right? A concourse, B concourse, C. Then you got to go upstairs, and there's signs pointing. Which way? Do I right, right, walk left or right? Okay, 20. I walk to the right, and I'm looking now. All right, 19, 20, 26, 20, 28. That's one. So Jesus don't tell me, meet me at C28. But would you touch your neighbor and say he knew exactly where they are? <laughs> Y'all, that ought to help your faith right there. And if you haven't latched on that principle, you didn't miss the past 17 minutes, 34 seconds worth of preaching because it does my heart good to know that he knows where I am. It does my heart good to know that, that no matter how dark it gets, no matter how wet it gets, he can walk straight to where I am. Well, y'all promise not to judge me on this one. Uh, don't, 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 don't judge me on this one. Um, I was just, just thinking when, um, when, when the kids were smaller, Jordan um, kind of grew up a little bit with quad. And, uh, just, but when, when, when Jordan was smaller, um, I terrorize her. I, I terrorize her. So we go to the mall. We go to the mall, and you know, Pastor Lethia be trying on something. You know, we you know we looking, and you know, you got the big clothing racks, and all the clothes that were hanging up in Jordan. You know, four, four or five years old, just a little something, just a little something, and um, and she hold my hand, and then she she started getting my letting, letting my hand go because she 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 was a big girl. She she was a big girl. So I remember see just how big girl she is, and so. So she let my hand go and look one way and stayed there too long. And I, I went around on the other side of the rack. She down here. And I'm up here. I could see a little head flipping right and left. Where's dad? You know, she was with me. You know what she said? Mama! Her little feet would start scurrying around the next aisle. And she'd look. In the meanwhile, I had ducked behind her. She looked. She don't, she don't see nobody that she recognized. Her little feet scurrying around the other way. And she looked. And I, I remember, I remember what. This was, this was, this was my breaking point. When, whenever tears would come up in her eyes, I'd see, see little fat cheeks start to, start to pouch up. And the eyes get glassy. I wait just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. I told y'all don't judge me. I told y'all. I've been delivered. <laughs> kind of. Um, and just when she was about to lose it. Bug. That's, that's her nickname. Bug. I call her Bug. Bug. She recognized the voice. She run to me. Why'd you leave me, daddy? I said, I never left you, precious. You weren't here. I went and I looked and you weren't here. I said, I, said, I was there. You just couldn't see me. She said, but daddy, I went on the other side and you weren't there. I said, yes, I was. I was standing right there looking over you the whole time. I saw you look this way and I saw you look that way. Yo, 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 yo. I, I kept doing it to her. Five, six, seven. By the time she got about seven and a half, she knew it was a game then. She started beating me at my own game. She would, she would drop on the floor and look for my feet. And you know what she say? I see you, daddy. Y'all don't know when to shout, do you? God will keep you in dark places to show you that he knows exactly where you are. And he will keep doing it over and over and over 
until you realize his character and his nature that he won't leave you, that he won't forsake you. When my mother and my father have left me, then the Lord shall come in and lift me up. Tell your neighbor he ain't going to leave you. He knows exactly where you are. Tell somebody else he knows exactly where. God, God, God has to develop our faith. See, some of y'all ask God for more. He, you, ask God to, you ask God to bless you and to, and to do this, that, and the other. God says, I got you. I'm going to do it. And you know how God does it? He sends you a test. He, he wants to know if you're really ready. The reason why you got to get your driver's license, you get your learners before you get your drivers, is so you can get all the mistakes out while somebody's sitting next to you. Ain't nobody going to let you get behind the wheel. My godson is about to be 16 in March, but he still don't have his driver's license. He don't have his learner's license yet. I, I, said, I, said, I said, you know they're going to make you wait another year. I know, Uncle Rev, I know. Because there's got to be a whole year of practice. <laughs> y'all don't even realize. So some of y'all on your way to your, your, your driver's permits. You, you're on your way to what's coming in. But you know what? When you get your drivers, you still got rules. You, you, you think you the stuff, don't you? While you out there riding, when I get 16, I'm going to do this. And this is this, these new, new kids. I'm talking to new kids. I ain't talking about us old folk, you know, uh, older folk. I'm talking about these, 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 these new kids. They done put laws in place that you got to be home by 11. We ain't going to let you wreck nothing because you got some bad parenting, but you got to be home by 11. Then when you get 17, we let you stay out till 12. When you get 18, all right, now you're about to have it. God is growing you. Why? Why does God put us in dark places? You understand that he knows where you are. The next storm you go through, you'll make it through better. God will keep on. Y'all, I, I, I got to go back and highlight this one again. I know I already said it, but God will keep on testing you till you make it through. Fear. Here it is. Here it is. Fear neutralizes faith. Or faith will neutralize fear. Fear. It neutralizes Faith. You got faith until some come, and then fear step in, and then you ain't got no more faith. But then, but then when I realize that he knows where I am, and it's him I'm trusting, not the boat. I didn't mean to preach that one. That's not even my notes. But I think I better pause and put a quarter in the meter and tell somebody it ain't what you have that's going to get you through it. It's not your boat that's going to get you through the storm. It's not what you have. It's not who you know. It's not the letters behind your name. It's not, oh, I don't have any witnesses in here. It's not your boat that's going to get you through the storm. Fear neutralizes faith. Or faith neutralizes fear. Why does God put us in dark places? He, he puts us in dark places because he knows exactly where we are. But, 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 then, but then he puts us in dark places to develop us. Dark moments are to develop us. You know, for so long I I, I thought that Christianity, my walk with God, was just supposed to be easy, you know. You love God and do right. You know, God will bless you. I just love Jesus. But what I, what, what, what I didn't realize is that that ain't how it worked. That, that, that God has to 
He has to grow me. Name me one Bible character. $1,000 to the person who can name one Bible character that God didn't have to grow. Two, I'll give you 2000 I, I, I give you. I ain't even got to pray with my wife on this one. I, I'm gonna, this, this ain't no seed. This is this an offer. It expired now in about 18 seconds. Because every Bible character, God had to grow them. You're just like the Israelites. You just, you, 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 you just a 21st century dark-skinned version of the Israelites. Oh, Scott, us a promised land. We leave in Egypt. They didn't realize they were going to have to learn how to fight. God had to grow them. They didn't realize they would have to learn how to sow and harvest their own food. God had to grow them. They didn't realize they would have to learn how to be mobile and move when God moved. Because for 400 years they lived in the same place. God had to grow them. They didn't realize they would have to do some work and till the soil. Why? Because God had to. You in the same place that the Israelites were. You are just a modern day, darker skinned Israelite. You got you a promised land, but you didn't realize you're going to have to grow. And God puts you in dark places to develop. When I, when I was a young kid growing up, um, I, I, you know, my mom had a whole bunch of hobbies and so forth. And downstairs in our basement, back in one of these closets, like where the, uh, where the hot water heater was and the breaker box was, it was mama's photography room. I remember one day I went in there and, you know, finally started paying attention. And I saw, I saw the, all, all these funny looking lights and stuff. She had little pans that was sitting over there. Um, and, I, and I said, Mama, what, what's all this down here? She said, um, that's, that's the photography. That's, that's, where, that's where I uh, um, develop pictures. Mom, what, what, what you talking about? And then I began to learn about the principle as, as to how it works. So you have to go in the room. And, you know, you know I, I thought I was going to be a photographer myself, and so I had the little roll. Y'all remember, remember that? The young folk don't know nothing about this. You, you have a camera roll on your phone that you can store the pictures in the cloud, <laughs> you know, but, but there, there was a time when you had the camera, you had to pop the back open. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You had to buy the, you had to buy the film from Big B. From, from, you ain't from the A, shawty. You, you had to buy the film from, from the grocery store. Y'all, somebody know about the Big B on Camel Road, <laughs> Southwest Atlanta. You, you had to buy the, and then, and then you had to pull just a little bit of it out. And then the camera roll, it had the little widgets had them little claws in it. So you put just enough to thread it and turn on over. The film hadn't come out yet. Where the pictures go, you just had to put a little bit on it. And then when it caught traction, then you close the top. And then whack, 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 whack. Oh, y'all telling your age now. Y'all, that's dying your head. All right, I got you. I'm, I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. If you got hair, that's dying. So after you shoot a roll of film, you don't take the film out in the light. Go on vacation. I'm trying, Leeshawn. Go on vacation and shoot up a roll of pictures and looking at the pretty beach and looking at the mountains. You open that film up in the light, you ain't gonna have no memories. But when you take the film to the dark room, where, where that funny looking light was, that, that the, 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 the light that, that didn't affect what was on the image, you, you, you take the film out and you would put it in water. Y'all missing the text, aren't you? Y'all haven't tied, y'all haven't tied the text yet, have you? If, if, if you were in, if you get a piece of if you get a piece of film and you hold up to the light. It don't look like nothing. I said, Mama, what's this? She said, that's a picture of you and your brother. It don't look like me and Joe. She said, because you're looking at the negative. Oh 
There my church at, there. There my church at, right, right there, there. There you are. She said, give it, give it, give it here, give it here to me. She took it in that funny room with the funny light and she put it in that solution. And then she started shaking it. She started, she started shaking it. And right there before my eyes, what I couldn't tell was me and Joe. As it was under the fluid, as she was shaking it, then suddenly what was negative had turned positive, And what was positive had turned negative. And I said, oh, there I am. I wish I had somebody here that understood that God is developing you in his dark room. He's taking your negatives in life and turning them to positives. Do I have a witness in here? But he can only do it in dark places. He can only do it. Can I tie the water in here just for a minute? So, so, so we got to learn to live by faith, and God develops our faith in, in dark places. And I just want to tell you, some of you all have been cursing the steps right before the blessing. I think I better say that again. Some of us in here. God, I don't know why you such and such. And every time I do, you're putting more on me. God thought I couldn't bear everything I could bear. Whatever my grandmama used to say, you know, you put no more on me than I could bear. And, and Jesus, Jesus, keep me near, all that kind of stuff. And God, I just want to go back. Would you please open your Bibles? Don't put it on the screen, but just open your Bibles. I'll tell you when to put it up. I'll tell you when to put it up. Psalm 66, verse 12. Psalm 66. Um, verse 12. I want y'all to get this one. I want y'all to get this one because you are so close. You're closer than you really realize. It, palms. Just look for palms. You can't find Psalms. Look for palms. Psalms 66. The age of digital Bibles. <laughs> right next to job. Job palms. Um, Psalm 66. Uh who, who here has a version other than the King James? Who, who got a version other than King James? So somebody stand up and read it. Put your preacher voice on and read it. Come on, Lord. Stand up, read it. Read it for me. Get, put your preacher voice on. Verse 12. What, what version are you reading? Read. No, no, I can't explain that one. I can't explain. <laughs> Joseph been through his shoe at me. In the old school, the whole holiness church. Y'all remember Elaine know what I'm talking about. Angel, y'all know what I'm talking about. The preacher stand up. He say, read. He had a reader. And then she said, God said, read. The, 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 read. You know, so I was, you know, I was kind of a joke, you know. Some of y'all like, why he talking to her like that? I was just joking. I was just, just, oh, put your preacher voice, please. Psalm, what, what version are you reading? The NIV. All right, Psalm 66, verse 12. Anybody got else uh, another version other than NIV? What you got? Oh, come, come on, stand up. Put your preacher voice on. Read. Okay. <laughs> your husband ain't here, so I can do it again. <laughs> huh? Don't, don't tell him I said that. All right. Okay. Both of them said, you did it. It ain't no accident. Ooh, I'm starting to feel this thing right here. Right, right, right on this moment, right? Chin is real anointed. He did it. This wasn't no happenstance. When you touch your neighbor and say, it's part of recipe. All right, so, so your, your version says he, at the end, he brought you into what? Brought you into a place of abundance to be refreshed. Amplified version. Her, her version said, brought you to a place of abundance. Would you please put up uh, Psalm 66, verse 12 
in the King James Version. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and we went through Y'all, 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 y'all missed it. You got the wrong preposition. You're, you're reading through, but you're thinking in. You, you, you're trying to wait to get to the, the place of abundance for refreshing, but you got to understand that whatever you're in now, you're not in it, you're just moving through it. Somebody's moving through broke. Somebody move through sickness. Somebody move through a lost job. God develops you in all that he picks for you to go through. Oh, I need to pause here. I, I got to preach it. I got to preach it balanced. Some stuff God picked for us to go through. Some stuff we do. I thought y'all get quiet right, right, right there. Some of the hell you going through right now, it ain't God's fault. It's your fault. You got bad credit, not because God let the bills show up late. You know it's supposed to be paid on the 13th. Why you ask? Hey, can you know? I didn't know my bill was supposed You got bad credit because of you. But can I tell you, whatever God brings, put it back up, put it back up. Whatever God brings you through, but thou brought us, brought, how you say it? Brought, brought, brought us, us. Into a wealthy place. To a place of abundance. It's bringing me to a place where I can be refreshed. Whatever aspect that God is bringing you through is so that you can benefit from it. Did, did that help anybody? Man? Anybody? Anybody getting this? So watch, one key to growing my faith when I'm in trouble is to remember what's coming. Fear neutralizes faith or faith neutralizes fear. You can get your fear in check. You'll make it through dark places I'm, I'm finished I'm finished when we in dark places we we need to we need to understand we need to understand that God knows where we are when I'm in a dark place God uses dark moments to develop me here's my final point here's my final point whenever I'm in a dark place this, this, this ain't for everybody. All right, let me just go ahead. Let me go ahead and tell you. This, this next point right here is, is only for folk who value relationships. When God puts you in dark places, he knows who's with you. It ain't for everybody. See, see, church has lost the element of relationship. So when people go through something, they stay away. Instead of showing up with tears. Most of the time, when you stay away, 
somebody else that's there is going through the same thing. Or they've been through something like that. And can I just tell you that the devil wants you to do life by yourself. He wants you to stay off in the corner. Tell me, I ain't nobody else. I ain't no if I. And God, uh, get your behind back up in here. Come on to church and stop talking and all that mess. Watch. Who was with him in the boat? We, we, we know Peter was there because he walked on the water. But, but the text starts off saying that Jesus sent the disciples. Church name say it was 11 mothers with him. It was 11. You, you, you said 11. Thank you. That's the Gwinnett way to say it. I said 11. Tell your neighbor 11 of them was with him. Lem. That's Greek, lem. <laughs> I'm finished, I'm finished. There was a movie, there was a movie called Zero Dark Thirty. Anybody, anybody know, probably know that movie, you like, you like shooting in war movies, and um, it was over in, uh, it, was about, it was about the, um, when they got caught Bin Laden. So they, they sent the, they sent the uh, SEAL team in. They, you know, SEAL team, they, they are the elite soldiers. You know, they, 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 they go through all this extra training and they're in peak physical condition. Uh, condition. And they, 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 have all, they have all that stuff, they have all that stuff together. You hold a breath for uh, 20 minutes underwater. It's all this crazy stuff. Endure, endure, endure extreme temperatures. Um, and, and, and so, so here, here it is. Um, the SEAL team brought down Bin Laden. They had the plan together. We're going to fly the helicopter in here. They've been watching him. They had recon on him. And, and this, they knew exactly where Bin Laden was. And I mean, folk were in the house and this, that, and the other. And, and, and so, so the end of the story is that they, they, they show up and they do their job and they get Bin Laden and Obama get the credit. But that's not the mastery behind the victory. The mastery behind the operation behind the victory is that they did it as a team. Okay, all right. So, so when 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 the when when they start training, um, they they would go and they it is they had this little house that was set up, and and so they were they would they would have all the, all the folk with them. And then they, they, they knew they had to walk through and they had, the, they had the goggles on and, and they walked through the house and one would walk this way and they start scooting around. Clear! And then move, move, move this way. And then they go, clear! And, and then, and then they'd hit the trigger. And some, some would come out the side. Man down, man, man down. And they keep moving through the house. And they're they trying, they trying to get to the one they're they going in to sit. And then and out, and next, thing, next thing, somebody else, another trigger hits. Somebody come out the other side. And it's an enemy, but he got a hostage. So, so they have to be trained enough to know that everything that moves doesn't need a bullet. They have to be trained and sharp enough to know to shoot the bad one. They go a little bit more far. They go a little further. They start getting up the stairs. And then this time, this time, an innocent person comes out, but they got their hands in the position as though they're threatening, but they have to have enough sense to be able to figure out, no, that's not an enemy. Oh, that one is. How can I wrap this up? How can I wrap this up? When, 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 When I'm going through something, when I'm training for something, I know I got some folk that are there with me. Uh, uh, when, 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 
When I feel the weight, all right, it's time to fight now. I know I got some folk. I can send out an SOS because we've been trained. We know which one is the enemy. We know which one is the hostage. I've been able to zone in. I've been training for a minute, but I'm not doing it by myself. Do I have a witness in this place? All right, all right, so, so I'm finished. I'm, I'm, I'm punctuating my point. Punctuate my point. We in Matthew 14, right? Mm-hmm. So, Peter walks on the water. Other disciples. Jesus calms the sea. Third point, that whatever God is doing, he knows who's with you. He sent them all on a journey. Can I tell you, I need to say this. I forgot this one. Um, You need somebody when you get in the storm. You need a secretary in the group. You you need somebody to read the minutes. You, You need somebody that's good at thinking in reverse. You need somebody who can remember. Because if they had a secretary in the group, in the middle of the storm, the secretary would have read, well, he said, go to the other side. Matthew 14. Jesus rebukes them, O you of little faith. Remember I told you, that God, I like this part, maybe this is my part, that God won't stop until you learn the lesson. Matthew chapter 14. But then remember I said that God is not going, he's going to test you and make sure you got it right. Uh, Matthew chapter number 16. Um says, a wicked, verse 4, is on the screen, a wicked and adulterous generation, Jesus talking, seeks after a sign and no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. All right, now watch. Okay, just throw all that part away. This is the point I'm making. And, and he left them and departed. what he did in Matthew chapter 14 he had been ministering he said y'all go on the other side I'm gonna stay here but two chapters later he 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 and he left them and departed sound like he retesting Sound like he wants to know if they learn their lesson. Verse 5. Now when his disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. Somebody said over here, wait, what'd you say? They passed. With no drama. Tony, go back to verse 4. Go, go back to verse 4. Watch, watch now. And he left them and departed. Verse 5. Now when the disciples come to the other side. Tony, I need, I need you to help me again. They slow. Go, go to verse There we go. Verse 4. And he left them and departed. He leaves them. All right, verse 5. Now when his disciples had come to the other side. I'm going to try one more time. Right, Tony, go back to verse 4. And he left them and departed. Last time when he left and departed, there's some, some details came into the text. They rode three, four miles. And it was dark. And a storm came. And Peter walked on the water. Jesus said, oh, you're a little faith. 
but not two chapters later. Ah, ah, ah. Tony, go to verse 5. Go, go to, now, when his disciples got to the other side, look, this, this is what I'm trying to tell you. You need a Mary J anointing. No more drama. No more drama. I ain't going through this again. I learned my lesson the first time. I tripped the first time. I had fear the first time, but I got faith now. No more drama. That ain't going to bother me no more. I've been here before. I'm finished. Come on, y'all stand up. Y'all stand up. I'm done. Listen, listen. This, this is where the abundant life comes in. Blink quietly. Uh, this is where the abundant life comes in. God, God wants you to go through your stuff successfully and not sweat. I, I, I want to pray for folk who've been flunking the tests. You've been flunking your tests. I, I, don't, I don't even want to, I don't even want to, I'm praying with you right, right where you are. Pray with you right where you are. How quiet going to have a C in Bible? That boy got a C in Bible. I'm like, What? in the world dad but I gave him my I gave him my assignment I turned it I turned it in but if you turned it in you wouldn't get no what what grade you get on it he wouldn't take it well why wouldn't he take it because dad I I I was supposed to turn it I I tried I turned it I you know that's where you know you got him came on the next day. He said, but dad, he's going to let me turn it in again. He's going to let me retake it. He started, started ninth grade. Yeah, I got to give the boy a little break. Got to give him a little break. But the grace was that the teacher let him turn the assignment in even though it should have been in earlier. Some of y'all have missed the deadline. God called you to move. He called you to walk in faith. He called you to do something. And you got distracted and detracted. And you just haven't learned, have you? Heads bowed, eyes closed.